Okay, g'day everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Isle of Fifth Daddy. Today's guest, we have mixed martial artists, current BKFC fighter, and one of the, the toughest men going around, just about. Jim Alez, welcome to the show, man. What's up? What's up, man? Happy to be on. Perfect, man. Um, before we get into the fighting, how have you and your family gone through the, the whole pandemic? I understand you got two young kids. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's been... It's been kind of a wild ride, you know, we're in Florida, right? kind of like the um, center of the pandemic in, in the United States. You know, we have had like very high numbers and um, it's been it's been difficult. We've had to close down the gym for a few months and then open back up and people have just kind of been afraid. And um, so it's definitely been something that's hard to deal with. And, you know, just recently, actually, my parents both um got covid and my father passed away about oh, a month my ago way. yeah sorry to hear man um, it's horrible no nah, man it's you know it's just something a lot of people are going through yeah, yeah right yeah. now so um so yeah but other than that you know the rest of the family you know is doing well no one's no one else has even gotten it uh, my mom's okay better now she's on oxygen but you know still taking it easy yeah wow it seems like it's, I mean, from Australia, it seems like it's impacted like the US really bad. Like the numbers are crazy coming out of there. So I wish you all the best, man, you and your family for that. Thank you, man. Um, so you're a current bare knuckle fighting championship fighter. So in Australia, man, a lot of people don't know what BKFC is. So can you oh, just give man, it? You guys are missing out. I know. Can you just give it a quick oh, little rundown of what it is? Right. So BKFC is, it's not like boxing. It's not like bare knuckle boxing, right? It's, um, we're fighting bare knuckle fighting championship, right? So we're, while we're standing, you know, it's kind of similar boxing rules, um, except we can, we can clinch up. So just like in Muay Thai where they can grab behind the head, right? We're allowed to do that as long as we are still striking. Okay. Um, if we just grab the hold, the referee will break us up. And then that's where like my style really comes into play. Um, if you haven't watched my fights, definitely um, get on the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship app or on YouTube to check them out to see my style. How I'm, I grab the back of the head. I use that half plumb and I'm throwing uppercuts, hooks, body shots, really using that to move my partner around and control them. Um, the matches are five, five rounds of two minutes only with a one minute break. So they're very exciting. Fast paced yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah. I just watched and your... Um... Knuckles, yeah. Yeah. I just watched the, the Julian Lane one a couple of days ago where you got him with the uppercut um, and put him down. Like, how do you mentally prepare yourself to go in the ring bare knuckle like that? Like, for, for me, looking at it, it, it's scary stuff. Yeah, man. So, you know, I am traditionally known as a jujitsu guy. And in MMA, out of my 14 wins, 11 of them were submissions. So I didn't really have to um, strike a lot. You know, I just really relied on my jujitsu. I believed in my jujitsu. So I was like, why am I going to punch so much risk it? So um, I would take people down, ground and pound, finish it on the ground. So especially now that, um, you know, I have to punch, you know, and that's the only way I can finish it. I'm like, man, I need to finish this guy before he finishes me. I need to hit him as many times as I can before he hits me because any punch in bare knuckle can pretty much either finish the fight by a cut or knock you out. Um, my first fight, I prepared to like 
have such a, a crazy fight. And uh, I ended up winning like in 40, 40 seconds. I don't think I got hit one time. And I was just like, oh, man, that was quick. That was easy. Um, and then I ended up just taking another one just because I already promised myself uh, a hard fight. Yeah. And so yeah. I ended up taking another one against London Garcia. And then the same thing happened again. You know, I finished him really fast the first round. Um, didn't take much damage. So I just kept going with it, man. Let me, let me do another one, another one. Yeah, um, eventually, yeah. I definitely had a tough fight. And um, I had a five-rounder, which was – I've won that fight, but, man, that was tough um, on the hands. And then my last one, of course, you know, I um, ended up not taking the win. But um, preparing yourself is just – for myself, I used to – I don't know if you know Kimbo Slice, you know? Yeah. Yep. Right? So being from where I'm from in South Florida, he was real big. So before I really even got into the UFC or anything like that, that those, those kind of fighting, um, me and my friends, we would watch YouTube videos. And this was like in early 2000s. So we still had a video, video yeah, like yeah. cassette quarters, you know? Camcorder. So yeah. we would, yeah, camcorder. So we would record behind in the backyard of our houses. Same thing, just fighting with, with no gloves, trying to be the next Kimbo Slice. Wow. So I was like, man, if I get to do that for free, you know, then I might as well get paid for it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, looking, doing just a little bit of research into the BKFC organization, it, it's run pretty, like, really well. Because um, I know there's certain issues with the UFC and that. So is, has a transition been really good into this sort of organization, just the people at the top and all that sort of thing? Man, so, um, you know, I've had very close um contact with like the head owner um david feldman you know we were we would talk back and forth for a while and um everything has been pretty um easy really going you know but i now honestly you know um i'll probably get in trouble for saying this but as we're moving up you know as it's growing i guess they're getting a bigger roster for sure so it's becoming a little bit harder you know i i don't know when i'm gonna fight again yeah i have no idea you know i've been told different things and different weight classes so I really have no idea. I'm kind of just stuck in limbo right now. Yeah. I'm um, kind of heard the same thing from a few guys too. So um, I hope that they can like kind of fix this and get more um, um, communication with the fighters again, back, back to that, because I feel like that's very important yep. to have so that, you know, we just kind of know what's happening. We're not called last minute for fights, th- those kind of things, you know, yeah. um, you tend to see sometimes promotions once they start bringing in bigger guys and bringing names you know, those people kind of um, take the main attention away from, from not just from everybody else, but, you know, they have the more priorities for sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. And how do you, like, you must train, not train, but you must sort of wear your fists in, yeah? Like, because it would hurt constantly punching someone in the face with just your fists, no protection with gloves or anything oh, like man. that. Yeah, so my hands have been, like, crazy swollen um, after fights. Uh yeah, you have you have to condition them, but I wouldn't recommend like doing pads without your gloves on and stuff because your hands will be destroyed mm. by the time you fight. So you have to condition them, but you also have to protect them. Uh, so you know, doing different things to really build up those calluses on your knuckles, and um, um, so that when you when fight time does come by, you know, when you're punching somebody and you accidentally miss the the meaty area and you hit them right in the skull, you know, it's that's like hitting a, a wall, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you want to really make sure that those that you're punching correctly. Also, you know, if you're punching with like these parts of your hands, you can break a finger. 
Mm. Um, just so you definitely want to um, get your accuracy right and and just condition those those knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Are you finding just through your fights in the BKFC compared to the UFC, do you find injuries are worse or it's sort of similar? So, like I said, definitely in my MMA career, um, my goal was, you know, punch whatever I had to punch so that I can take the person down and then finish them on the ground. So I definitely didn't see many hand injuries or I, I don't think I had many injuries at all in any fight except for maybe like a small cut or something like that. Definitely in bare knuckle, you're going to get cut up. Yeah. You're going to, you know, um, it's very rare. I was, I was blessed my first couple of fights not to get cut. You know, if you're going past the first or second round, you're going to, you're going to get cut. Um, it's unless you just have just an amazing, amazing movement and head work, which, which some people do, but you have to be ready for, for the cut your hands. They're going to be swollen. You know, you're not yeah. going to be able to take, a, to take another fight, especially, like I said, if you're going, you know, three rounds, four rounds, five rounds, you're not going to be like in, in MMA, how some people you can go in there, not even throw one punch and win. Yeah, yeah Take yeah. the person down, submit them. Yeah. So you're ready to go again. We're in bare knuckle. You know, it's going to take some time. My hands, I feel like are very hurt because I did four fights in six months. Yeah. My yeah, first yeah. four wow. fights. I was just, you know, knocking people out, winning, keeping it going. So maybe my hands have taken a, um, definitely a, um, a little toll. But um, I, de- I think I got a few more in me for sure. Well, we hope so, man. Um, just being sort of, sort of as, hard as hard as they come when it comes to like the bare knuckle stuff, how do you feel when you see that whole YouTubing boxing thing going on? Like obviously we saw on the weekend Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. What, what do you man, think about man, that sort so, of stuff? Man, so I just, you know, the only thing I wish, I mean, I'm all for people making money however they want to make money. And doing it through combat sports, bringing more eyes to combat sports. I mean, if you really think about it, these uh, freak show fights, you kind of call them, yeah, you know, yeah. like, like Pride used to do. The UFC does them as well every now and then. Mm. You know, bringing in CM Punk, James Tony. Um, you know, I, I can probably go down the line and bring, bring more fights like that, that the UFC has done. Yep. You know, and they do every now and then. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, you know, yeah. some of these guys that are just like, Oh, they, they play it to make it more bigger than what it is. But the UFC does the same thing. You know, just uh, they brought in James Tony for one fight. He got paid more than most UFC fighters mm. get paid ever in, the, in their whole career. Ten plus fights into their career. He made five hundred thousand dollars. And wow. at that time, that was that was tremendous. No one no one was making that. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of sucky. But hey, at least um, He's given Ben Askren a new another payday. Ben Askren just made another probably million bucks. You know, yeah. I yeah. wish, I wish that they would have. He would have chose someone with a better striking IQ mm. than Ben Askren. I mean, anybody who knows anything about MMA knows Ben Askren was probably the worst striker yeah. ever in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so um, and I mean, I feel most people you probably could have knocked out Ben Askren. Yeah. You know? like, so, I don't know, maybe. But I know what you mean. Like for, for, for Ben, it was mate. He was just taking the piss. Like he gets this all this media attention. He probably made a million bucks. Like he probably oh, yeah. didn't even care if he got knocked out. I don't think. I mean, he's a competitor for sure. Yeah. I think he went into it. I mean, he's you know he's been in the Olympics. He's but I think he went into it just like hey, like maybe I might win. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it my all, but whatever. If I don't, no big deal. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No big deal. I don't think he went into it wanting, thinking he's going to get knocked out. Yeah. You know? Um, definitely don't think he um, took it as serious as he could. There's no way you can become a boxer in 10 weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because his whole career was based on wrestling, wasn't he? He was an Olympic yeah, wrestler. He would, and he would get pretty much beat up a lot of times and then somehow reverse it and, yeah. and win the yeah, 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 exactly. Um, obviously, your training is pretty hectic, and obviously, you've got your own gym where you do a, do a lot of training with other people. Spare time, what do you do? How do you sort of just bring it down, sort of tone it down? Man, yeah. So, you know, I'm definitely I have to do my own training, and then I'm also training and teaching. You know, five or six hours a day. Mm. You know, and I try, especially when I have fights coming up, to get two, three hours a day of of training myself. So that's that's a whole big day of lots going on. So whatever time I do have, you know, I try to spend with the kids, take them out to the park or something, yep. read just something totally different than, than fighting and jujitsu and um, stuff. I like to, I've been lately, I've been just been doing housework, fishing, yeah, you know, yeah. trying to build things, just, you know, those things that it's just like, Hey, I don't want to even want to think about fighting right now because it's, it's, it is my life. You know, I'm blessed to just do something that I love for a living. I get to teach it and I get to do it where a lot of people, you know, they don't have that opportunity. So yeah. I don't care if I'm working 10 hours doing something I love, am I really working? Yeah, you know? exactly. That's the thing. Through this whole pandemic, were you happy you had the fighting, like something to distract you? Cause obviously it was a, a tough time for you. Um, as you sort of mentioned at the start, is that, is the fighting something that really helped or did you have other things sort of to get through it? So, I mean, it was hard, I guess, for everybody because fights weren't happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, we, went, we went a while with no, no fights. You know, gyms were closed. So we had to just kind of get creative. Pulled the bike out, was riding, you know, 20, 30 miles a day, running, yeah, well. running hills, um, doing outside workouts um, once the parks opened up. So, but definitely in the, the mindset of just being ready for when anything mm. happened. So that's that's always my thing is, is stay ready. Um, if you follow my social media, you'll see that I'm active in everything. I'm doing jujitsu matches. I'm doing combat jujitsu matches. I'm doing bare knuckle fight. Uh, you know, anything that gives me that competition edge, you know, something that keeps me in that, in that state of mind. Yeah. I'm doing, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm signing up for a triathlon, doing these mm. kind of things. I, I just want to do anything that makes me in that um, comp comp competitive mindset of like, man, I need to win. I need to do what it takes to win. You know, not just going in there and, and getting a check. I, I want to be on top. If I'm going to do it, I want to give my 100% into it. Okay. And if the UFC came knocking, would you go back? Man, you know, it's just something I haven't really thought about too much. Uh, before Bare Knuckle, I kind of just, I retired and I was thinking about hmm. um, working at the, my gyms, building my gym up kind of um, getting the, the new age of the fighters coming. You know, I have a lot of good guys coming out of my gym. But yeah. um, after Bare Knuckle, I just kind of got this fire lit back in me of, of fighting and developing this confidence in my hands. And um, I think putting them together, the, the new confidence that I have in my hands and with my wrestling and jujitsu, I think I'll be a whole, you know, new animal. But, you know, I am also realistic. I'm turning 35 this year. Yeah. Uh, the UFC doesn't really pick up guys, you know, that are, you know, edging towards 40 unless they build up, you know, some amazing uh, fight streak or, or whatever it is. But 
is MMA uh, fights in the future for me? I think so. I think I, I want to go back and just see how I do in MMA. Yeah, Again, yeah. Um, the UFC, to me, honestly, it's not the, the mecca of MMA anymore. There's so mm-hmm. many places to, to make money, to make a living, and, and other great fighters. 1FC has mm. amazing fighters. Uh, Bellator has you know, some of the top guys in the world. So there's other organizations out there, PFL right now with the million dollar tournaments yeah. um, that, that also have that. So, I mean, if, if any of those things pop up in the future, you know, who knows, maybe I might jump into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are your kids old enough to understand sort of like, do they watch your fights and that sort of thing? Do um, they know what's happening? So, so they, they used to come to the fights and then yeah. um, they kind of just, kind of got started getting scared they're like oh i don't want to see daddy you know yeah punching and stuff but they'll watch it like online and stuff and they they think i'm famous because i'll just <laughs> pop up on youtube you know randomly and they're like yeah. oh there you go you know <laughs> so, they always say like oh i know somebody famous you so it's yeah, kind of yeah. funny I mean, that's what they'll tell like they're they're in first grade in kindergarten and they're like oh my daddy's a fighter and they're, they're like teacher's like what what do you mean <laughs> yeah no i know what you mean because it is it is full on to watch to see straight bare knuckle like that. Like I know a lot of people look at the UFC as like a level of sort of extreme, but bare knuckles and they're like that's as tough as it gets. I reckon you don't find much tougher than yeah, that I mean, sort of fighting. You're, you're hearing the flesh on flesh, yeah, uh, bone to bone. You know, with those shots, it's kind of it's kind of you know. I never watched the bare knuckle fight before I actually even started before I signed the contract, and once I I kind of just fell in love with it. I was like, man, this is exciting. This is everything people want in the UFC. Yeah. Right? All the average fans, the just the fans that kind of just watch because they want action, they want the stand-up. Yep. When it goes to the ground, you hear the average fans, boo, stand them up, you know, because they're not educated about it. Yep. So I think this is what everybody wants to see. So they kind of have the right idea for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, are you ever, before you get in the ring, do you really have to pump yourself up? And so I, I, yeah, you, if you watch again, I'm, I'm running out. I, yeah, I they saw call that. My game, well, my sprint out to the, to the cage because I'm ready behind. I'm ready already. I'm not, I'm not walking out thinking about how I'm going to get ready. I'm ready to, to explode. As soon as they say, told the line, let's get it on or whatever they say. I'm, I'm in the guy's face going. So I get a good 30 minute warm up, full sweat. You know, I do two fights in the back before I even do my, uh, wow. my, yeah. leave in my cardio. You know, yeah. I believe that I'm able to go, you know, right. They're only five, two minute rounds. So to me, I could do that two or three times. Yeah. In your opinion, who do you, who do you think would be in all the competitions, whether it's one FC, UFC, who's the number one guy at the moment fighting right in now? general? Yeah. I, you know, I still, he hasn't fought in a bit, but I still believe John Jones is, mm. is the guy right now to, to beat, you know? Yeah. He's had some tough fights, but um, he's definitely right now, especially with Khabib out. You know, Khabib, it was something special, man. Everybody knew what Khabib was going to do. Yeah. That's the crazy part. It was almost like Hoist Gracie was back, you know? Everybody knew Hoist Gracie was going to try to grab you. You know, he was going to go for this arm bar, his chokes, with his gi, but they couldn't do anything about it. And Khabib kind of did the same thing. They knew he was going to take you down. He made people look like amateurs, Yes. You know, you, I'm like, Damn, I can't believe he did this to Justin Gaethje. I can't believe he did this to Khan. You know, like, they just didn't know what to do. So, but now that he's gone, you know, John Jones is still one of those top guys. And there's a lot of up-and-coming guys right now that are just going to be be amazing. 
yeah, um, yeah, and do big things. Some of these guys are are doing, you know, undefeated still. There's a lot yeah. of undefeated guys in the UFC, so um, I think that's going to be changing a lot. You know, John Jones is kind of going towards the end of his career, maybe, mm. or starting mm. starting a brand new at heavyweight. We're just going to have to see. Yeah, hopefully we get that that Francis John Jones fight, which I think everyone yeah, wants to see. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, I mean that's the hope. I mean, I'm, I'm slightly biased. I'm, I love Brandon Marino. Um, I run I run a clothing line and apparel line, and Brandon's one of our main ambassadors. So oh, man. I'm all for Brandon. I hope I hope in June he wins that belt. He gets it the flyweight one, but that'd be cool, man. Yeah, no, we'll see, um, brother. I wish you all the best, man. Thank you so much for just chatting for us with a little bit. Um, oh, for sure. Where can everyone find you? So you've got your gym in Florida. Yeah. So my gym is in Pembroke Pines, Florida. If you guys are ever in town, yep. um, more than welcome to come by, you know, um, do some classes with me, jujitsu, kickboxing. Um, but um, I'm very active on my social media, yep. which is at Fight Gym. Yep. So, you know, I, I respond to messages. Um, I'm always posting on my story. Um, just kind of my everyday life of what, what I do, you know, like you'll see in between I'm bike riding, this, that. So um, follow me, kind of see just what what a fighter's life, you know, is really is like a lot. You know, a guy, I'm training, I'm living my life with my family, I'm running my gym, and uh, I just kind of put it out there so you guys can see. Perfect, man. Amazing. Can't wait to see you fight more in the future. Hopefully you get back out there, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jim.